Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, it's Jules here, and welcome to episode 14 of Joyful Eating. So today we're going to be talking about this idea that we enjoy proper meals. You know, I've realized now that I was really lucky when I was growing up, that my mother was like an excellent role model in so many levels, but in terms of nutrition, like she always ate proper meals and she didn't ever struggle with her weight. And I now realize after working with so many people that this idea of just eating proper meals is really key and it's something that we're losing. And particularly when people get into having a difficult relationship with food and and the whole dieting and restriction kind of piece, that that coming back to proper meals is, is so, so important. So in terms of what we're going to cover today, first I'm just going to talk to you about why proper meals are so important, why I recommend them for everyone. Then we'll talk about what exactly is a proper meal, like Jules, what are you talking about? And then we'll just talk quickly about how you can go about implementing this idea and a key takeaway to how you can apply this tomorrow or today if you want. Uh, So why proper meals? So the first thing is, you know, I really strongly believe this. Obviously, I have a podcast called Joyful Eating, but food is meant to be enjoyable and pleasurable. So meals and like taking that time to prepare food that's really delicious is really part of it. So preparing a meal, you're way more likely to make it really delicious compared to if you're just grabbing something random snack. So that's the first one. Second is meals are also like if you're eating a proper meal, it's way more likely to be nutritious. Like you're not going to, it's very, like there are people who snack on veggies and protein, but there aren't very many of them. Like usually if if we're grabbing a snack, it's something quick and it's less nutritious, more processed, more easy, you know, not, not as delicious. So that's huge as well, that you're getting something that's more delicious and it's better for you. And I remember years ago when I was working in the food industry, like we'd have people come in and like, you know, I was working in product development. We'd have people come in from outside, consultants and stuff come and brief us on, you know, new trends that were happening in food and people eating and stuff so that we could come up with products to sell them. And one thing that was really big, and this was in the 90s, was just like this recurring theme that people were moving away from eating meals and increasing more grazing kind of style life where they're just eating little bits of pieces throughout the day. And I remember at the time thinking, this can't be good. And, you know, it's interesting that that trend has coincided with the increase in obesity. And not saying that grazing has caused the obesity epidemic, but I think it's definitely something that has contributed to that, this trend away from people eating proper meals. That's just an interesting observation. But another reason why proper meals are so important is that this idea of that we're either in one of two states. So we're either in the fasted state where we're not eating or digesting when we're actually burning our fat stores and our energy stores, our liver glycogen. So we're either in this fasted state where we're burning burning energy or we're in the fed state where we're either eating or we're digesting. And the thing is with humans, like you can't do both at the same time. So we're either eating or storing. So if you're eating constantly throughout the day, you're not giving yourself any chance to burn any of the fat stores that you so desperately want to get rid of because you're just constantly 
you know, putting more and more fuel into the system and your body's stuck on this, this fed states where it's not, it can't even access the food that you've stored. So it's the same as it not really being there. Whereas if you have time between when you're eating, like where you have breakfast, you have a break and then you have lunch, like you're giving your body a chance to, it takes, you know, one or two hours to digest. But then after that, you're able to switch into, okay, burning, you know, we're, we're in burning mode and you start to use your stores and that's what they're for. Uh, so that's like, this piece is, is really huge. And there's also, you know, hormone like plays a part in this as well. So insulin is the main hormone that regulates this process of whether you're burning or storing. So whenever your insulin levels are high, uh, that signals to your body to be in this storing mode. Um, versus being in fat burning mode. And so if you want to learn more about that whole piece and how that works, because it's a big topic for another day, uh, I'll link in the show notes. There's an article, really great article on the Diet Doctor website by um, Dr. Jason Fung, which he he said why grazing isn't bad and why this matters for weight loss. So I'll, I'll link to that and he goes into all the details. So if you're interested in that, definitely check out that, that link on the show notes. Um, so another reason why I really recommend proper meals is I, I saw a nutritionist speak a few years ago at the low carb um, down under conference, and she spoke about this idea of like there's this modern malnutrition, and she you know sees sees patients and what they're doing is that they're grazing and they're snacking on like food throughout the day, but they're never having a proper meal. And so they're actually getting nutrient deficiencies. So they're struggling with their weight. They feel like they're overeating all the time, but because they're not eating proper food, they're actually not getting enough protein. They're not getting enough you know, vitamins and minerals and all the things that we need to be healthy people. She's actually, she called it modern malnutrition. So I thought that was really interesting that people are caught in this craving cycles. Their body's craving food, but they keep like restricting and, you know, skipping meals and then just eating snacks and eating stuff that doesn't, you know, nourish their body, but then gives them extra calories so that they're actually storing fat. So when I thought about it in that way, I thought, wow, that's a really great way to explain why we want to be eating mood, proper meals, like why the quality of the food that you eat is so important. And then finally, like why proper meals is just this idea about that there's a psychological component to hunger. And if you want to learn more about this, I actually did a whole episode on it in um, this episode 11, The Psychology of Hunger. The key takeaway there is that there is a psychological component to hunger. And so if you're grazing all the day, all day, you're not ever like turning the, the psychological hunger off. So you're just constantly wanting more, more and more food. So there's a whole host of reasons there why I re- really recommend proper meals and why I, that's what I eat myself. Like it's the core part of what I, what I teach people and what I, and what I actually practice myself. So that brings us to like what exactly is a proper meal. So basically, it's on one level, it's just a, it's just when you eat food at a table, sitting down without distractions. So it's something a meal is something that has a beginning and an end, like a good story. And so you you know when you start and you know when you finish eating. So it's not it's just like the opposite of grazing, essentially, where you're just constantly picking at things. And the other thing I'd say about a proper meal is that it it generally includes some protein and um, veggies and some fat so that you're getting like proper nourishment. It's something that's nourishing. And of course, proper meals can include treats. They can include dessert, but 
there has to be like some sort of you know, nutritious component to it as well. And so then how do we go about doing it? Really, it's just a matter of deciding and just doing it and you're just stopping the whole grazing thing. And yeah, I really recommend if you like struggling with this, just to start small. So like if you're currently eating tea, dinner in front of the TV, like can you move it so that you turn the TV off for 10 minutes and eat, still eat on the couch, but just so that you're focusing at the at the on the food for like 10 minutes while you have dinner. Or, you know, if you're eating lunch at your desk, you know, can you turn the computer off or can you go into a break room or go outside even better and eat your lunch? You know, just give yourself 10 minutes to eat your lunch, um, you know, undistracted. If you don't have lunch, if you're currently just snacking on stuff randomly throughout the day, giving yourself that gift of a lunch break and actually taking that time to build that into your day. Um, so that's pretty much how you do it. You just start small wherever you are and just look, you know, you know what breakfast, lunch, and dinner looks like. You don't have to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you, it can include, proper meals can include snacks as well. But it's just deciding that you're going to eat in this way and actually doing it. Um, and if you want to make this easier for yourself, you, I think one of the best habits you can do is develop the habit of meal planning because that makes it so much easier because then you're actually taking the time to decide in advance like what you're going to eat, which means you make better decisions. And you can do that on your own, of course, or I actually have a meal planning product called Simple Meal Plans that will help you. I actually send you meal plans each week to make it really easy for you. But uh, of course, you can do it on your own too. So that's pretty much it for today. In terms of our key takeaway, I just want you to just spend some time, like a couple of minutes, just thinking about your current eating habits. And then think of like, what's one thing you can do to move your current habits closer to where you're enjoying proper meals? And if you'd like some more help and you want to join a community of like-minded people focusing on improving their health and nutrition and their relationship with food one proper meal at a time, then I invite you to join my Naturally Healthy Club, which is my six-month coaching program. If you're interested, you can just Google Stone Soup, which will take you to my website and just click on the coaching tab and you'll find it there. So it's Stone Soup as in stone rock (laughs) and soup as in a bowl of something that you would eat at a proper meal. So I hope you found that helpful and have fun enjoying your proper meals in the weeks to come. Okay, bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.